Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hey, and welcome to Mad Beef Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and now I just want to talk about being motivated and staying motivated to actually go rollerblading. I've been um, away for a couple of days in Sydney, and I was going to try and record a podcast up there, but even just like in a quiet corner of a cafe, it was so bloody loud all the time uh, that I'd have to talk so loud that it would be kind of embarrassing, so <laughs> I didn't end up doing it and getting a podcast out. Uh, yesterday or the day before, so we're already Friday, um, so there's going to be a couple of episodes in quick succession. I'm now walking my dog um, where I live, which is, you can hear traffic going past, there's a little bit of traffic back and forth, but it's a fairly kind of kind of country sort of area, so plenty of quiet in between. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's weird thinking about the motivation to go rollerblading and how that's so much an OG issue. That when you're um, a younger skater, you're just rollerblading all the time. Motivation's not a problem. You're always up for it, and you're always doing it. And you know, <laughs> you can uh, get good pretty quick um, because you're doing it all the time, and stay good because you're doing it all the time. But once life catches up and other responsibilities, and you have to adult all the time, it can be a whole lot harder to stay motivated for rollerblading. Um, and so I just want to ponder that with you for a little while, the challenges we face and how to overcome them. Uh, look, I think a big one, like you, you start to not feel like wanting to rollerblade. Um, if you're just not doing well, like it's a, a mentally and physically demanding activity and it takes time, you've got to give time to it as well. And so if you're not doing well, um, it's going to be hard to be motivated to do anything including rollerblading. So that's all the kind of areas of health, right? If you're not fit, not eating well, um, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not in a good kind of emotional mental headspace, overly stressed out or, or um, depressed or anxious in some kind of way, um, uh, uh, you know, that, then of course you're going to be there going, oh, I could go. And maybe even your, you know, your friends or your husband or your wife or whatever says, oh, you should go for a skate. And you just go, oh, I just feel sluggish and um, unmotivated and negative and I feel crap and I'm just going to feel crap there and I feel crap afterwards. I'll just sit here and be miserable and, and half scan through Facebook and depressing things and eat, you know. <laughs> um, and so there's two kind of aspects to getting out of that. Um, you know, sometimes you've got to get better, you know, if you're super sick, you've got to rest up so your body heals, but if you're super mentally unwell, you might need to kind of get some help with that, and there's no point kicking yourself and somehow saying you should snap out of it and go for a skate, but um, sometimes it actually is more the snap out of it thing, it's the more once I get going, once my body gets moving, once my blood gets flowing, um, 
then I will actually start to feel like doing it and I'll start to feel better. Once I go skating, that'll be good for my mental health and anxiety and, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll get me into a better headspace. It'll actually be good for me. And of course, skating can actually make me fitter. And so I feel fitter and healthier. And so I feel more like doing it next time. And I um, might even sleep better. Okay, here comes a big, filthy, noisy truck. The downside of a sort of more country sort of place, right, is that less traffic, but when you get it, it's always big and heavy and noisy. So um, that is that. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's a, a huge area of motivation, I reckon. And that's one I think you become more aware of the older you get, is you've got to look after yourself if you want to do what you want to do um, in life, including in skating. Um, uh, but at the same time, uh, actually, ah, um, oh, stop it. Um, hey, stop it. Um, at the same time, actually, we just went past another dog. Um, at the same time, actually doing the skating is part of how you look after yourself. Um, uh, maybe drilling down particularly on, I can't go skating because I've got to work this, and there's so much to do. There's so damn much to do. I can't afford to take a lunch break. I can't afford to um, leave all the crap to do at home. You know, DIY and uh, cleaning and ironing and everything. I can't leave all of that to go skating. Um, if you get stuck in that rut, I mean, I know I do. If you're a driven kind of person and you've got lots on your plate, you kind of go, I don't want to have to deal with the burden of having my list piling up. It's easy to do stuff if you do it now and then it's gone, and then you can rest once the work is done. But the problem is the work's never done. <laughs> um, and you can spend all your time getting everything done so that you can rest, that you never end up resting. Um, and... Uh, and it becomes this vicious cycle where you start to go, I've got too much to do, can't take a break, can't go for a skate, got more to do. Um, uh, and then that gets you into this cycle of not getting more done um, and feeling bummed about it. So to make yourself feel better, you start doing more things to hopefully make yourself better, which makes you even more seedy and overworked. And it's this vicious cycle. And so I think you really gotta embrace the fact that you'll never get everything done. There's no time's a good time to take a break and go for a skate. So you just got to do it. And it's actually this odd discipline of recreation and rest. You actually need to be disciplined at that. And actually go, I've got to get into a headspace of kind of uh, grace. You know, grace just means like a gift or a, um, you know, uh, it's something's for free, something's unearned. You need to have a kind of grace mindset to go, you know, um, I don't need to earn and prove myself in life and satisfaction and identity and everything else. Instead, I just need to accept who I am, where I am, what I can do, um, and feel valued because of the people who love me, um, because of who I am rather than what I do. And then that means you can just walk away from things, go, I don't need to do this to make myself feel okay, and go for a skate. So, so I think I notice when I'm getting into a bad rut of working too much, when I'm starting counting the hours too closely and all that kind of stuff. Um, for some people, motivation for skating is the friendship group and the gang. I think that's a pretty common experience. You have your posse, you go skating with your posse. A lot of people, for a lot of forms of exercise, that's it. They have their jogging buddy or their gym buddy or, you know, they like the team sport. Not particularly for me, actually, to be honest. I, I kind of feel like... 
that kind of creates extra complexity to going skating or any kind of exercising because I've got to uh, coordinate it with my friend, got to, then that's an extra conversation with my wife to figure out family, times and logistics. Then if things change, I'm going to have to cancel and I feel like a, you know, an ass for doing that. Heel. Good girl. Um, and, uh, you know, and then, then it can be really cool, right, hanging out with another person and chatting and pushing each other. Well, I mean, definitely you, you develop quicker when you're around, you know, two people sharing how they're doing something and, and kind of pushing each other. But um, it's, an extra, it's an extra work on another level sometimes for me. Okay? I've got to go to the skate park and chat and interact with the other person, make conversation as well as just skate, so, you know. Um, so for me, not so much a thing. I mean, I do enjoy sometimes taking the kids skating and keeping them drawn in, so that can be a minor motivator. Um, uh, a negative one, I think, once you have, uh, not so much just a partner, but when you have kids, I think, you, you know, you and your partner are working so hard to make the family unit run and manage the house, the food, the cooking, the kids, the sleeps, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And this is especially so when the kids are little, you know, under five, but, but even beyond that, that I think one of the things that's a challenge for me is I go, me going skating is kind of getting into debt a bit <laughs> in the, the sharing the load as a family. And uh, especially if I'm unmotivated, I start to do this maths of going, oh, it's hard to get motivated. I'm going to have to do that. And then that'll kind of kind of lose a little bit of goodwill will in the family system. And then I come back and then I'm kind of in the red, I'm in debt. And then rather than coming back and being able to rest and recover, it's straight back into looking after kids. I don't know if anyone can relate to that, but, but I think sometimes um, I get tangled up in a, uh, tangled up with that. Uh, Um, and so, I guess we're thinking about that, like I, I, like the other extreme, right, is the guy who never thinks about the family, the wife, the kids, you know, goes to work, comes home, drops his crap everywhere and doesn't tidy up, never helps the kids, and then goes all weekend, goes off skating or golfing or whatever it is. You know, that's the other extreme. But somewhere in the middle uh, is where, like, both members of a couple realise both of them have things um, yeah, both got things that, um, that they like to do, um, that really important to them, and it's made heaps easier if they both, um, let each other ask freely and take freely and go freely and try not to put each other in debt too much, and also partly just deal with it, just going, yeah, like it's give and take, give and take, and you just gotta, gotta be more resilient at that on both ends of things. I don't know if that's too confusing, if anyone can relate to that. I'd be keen to hear your thoughts. Um, goals, help you stay motivated with rollerblading. What's the trick you want to learn? Or the line you want to build? Or the video you want to make? Or, you know, goals can really help. Um, comfort and routines and rhythms, clothes. Uh, this, the bunch of things that make it a positive overall ritual I think helps going, there's my skating clothes, I feel good in, and I think I look good in. There's the skates I like, I feel good in, I think I look good in. There's the time of day, the park I like to be at, the coffee I buy before or afterwards, um, 
this package of things, right, that can go into the whole making of the skate trip and being at the skate park. I think those things build motivation because then it's not just I need to put these things on and do things, but it's like I need to enter into this different headspace of the, the ritual of going skating. Um, uh, yeah, and maybe a last thing. Um, uh, videos, Instagram, uh, podcasts, that gets you in the headspace too. Um, entering into the world of, of rollerblading and looking at it and thinking about it and getting fired up about it gets you in the zone, you know, fires you up to then go and do. You've watched, you've listened, you've read, and now you're going to go and do. Um, and so the less you're just in the world on any level, including just psychological um, social media, um, the less you'll be in the mood to actually go and do for reals. Can you relate to any of that? Got any other advice about what helps you stay motivated to go skating? Be keen to hear. Catch ya. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.